Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 621. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about how much money do you need to retire? This is a question that a lot of people ask. There's no real easy answer. It's difficult sometimes to come up with the right answer, especially when you're wanting some sort of guidance along the way to see if you're on track. So I'm going to be sharing with you not only how much you can save when you're ready to retire, but also how you can judge to see if you're on track along the way. This is going to give you some milestones to see, okay, am I kind of on target here? Am I way behind? Where am I? But first, I want to just cover something that I talked about in some past podcasts, and that is some statistics about retirement. First of all, 45% of baby boomers don't have any money saved for retirement. So we're going to go through and talk about some pretty hefty milestones, but the reality is almost half of baby boomers don't have anything saved. So if you're a baby boomer and you're not reaching these targets, don't feel like you're the only one and just get yourself back in the saddle get recommitted and start today to work toward your goal. The other thing I've reported in the past that the average American in retirement spends $55,000 a year but 60% of baby boomers thought they could get away with less than $55,000 a year. So another thing I want to caution you about is thinking that maybe these numbers are too high or maybe you'll be spending a lot less so you don't need quite as much. That might be true depending on what your standard of living is. If you move outside of the U.S., there's a lot of different details that can make a huge difference, of course. But... Just realize that the average American in retirement does spend $55,000. The other thing that people don't anticipate about retirement is that they will live longer than expected. And it's shocking because in about half of all married couples, one partner will live to be at least age 95. That's another thing that people don't really plan for. So once again, Although these might seem like lofty goals that I'm going to share with you, there's a lot of reasons why they actually make good sense. Retirement is very expensive and we need to start planning for it as soon as possible. That's why as soon as you have employment, I recommend that you do start participating in your 401k and start saving some money or start stashing money away in an IRA. I also recommend that you start a side hustle or something that could provide income even into your retirement and start making smarter investing decisions that can compound at higher rates and get your money working harder for you so you can reach some of these targets. All right, so let me share with you this article from CNBC. 
It was written by Kathleen Elkins, and it says, About 6 in 10 Americans, or 58%, think that $1 million will be enough for a comfortable retirement. That's according to TD Ameritrade's 2019 Retirement Pulse Survey, which surveyed 1,015 U.S. adults ages 23 and older with at least $10,000 in investable assets. Although $1 million is the oft-cited amount needed to retire comfortably, it might not be enough. On average, a $1 million retirement nest egg will last 19 years, according to a 2019 report from personal finance site GoBankingRates. And depending on where you live, retirees could blow through a million dollars in as little as a decade. Of course, everyone's individual situation is different. It's certainly possible to retire with a million dollars in savings, and many Americans live on much less. While the amount you need is highly personal and depends on your lifestyle and spending habits, there are a few basic guidelines to follow if you want to retire comfortably. Number one, set aside 10 to 15% of your income as soon as possible. Many experts, including co-founder of AE Wealth Management, David Bach, say that if you set aside at least 10% of your income in a retirement fund, you'll set yourself up to be fine. But more is always better, he adds. Sally Krawcheck, co-founder and CEO of Elevest, recommends saving 20% of your income for your future self. That 20% includes retirement funds and savings for any major purchases, such as a home or car. For a lot of folks, that can be difficult to get to, Krawcheck says, so start with 1%. Then aim to gradually increase that amount over time. You don't just want to save money, she adds. You want to invest it and make it work for you. That means contributing to your employer's 401k plan, if they offer one, or saving in other retirement accounts, such as a Roth IRA or traditional IRA. If you don't set aside money when you're young, you'll have to save more to make up for lost time. If you want to retire by age 65, you should be setting aside 10 to 17% of your income if you start saving at age 25, the Stanford Center on Longevity determined in a 2018 report. But if you wait until age 35 to start, you'll have to save 15 to 20%. Number two, work your way up to saving 10 times your salary. Another rule of thumb from retirement plan provider Fidelity Investments is that you should have 10 times your final salary in savings by age 67 to last you through retirement. Our savings factors are based on the assumption that a person saves 15% of their income annually beginning at age 25, invests more than 50% on average of their savings in stocks over their lifetime, retires at age 67, and plans to maintain their pre-retirement lifestyle in retirement, Fidelity said. Getting to 10 times your final salary may seem ambitious, the report adds, but you have many years to get there. Here's a timeline you could follow to see if you're on track to get here. Okay, so I want to pause here and just say this is what I was talking about at the beginning, where you're going to be able to judge along the way to see if you're on target. Again, don't feel discouraged if you're behind right now, but just recommit to making retirement one of your important priorities and make sure to start saving and investing as soon as possible. So by age 30, you want to have the equivalent of your starting salary saved. By age 35, you want to have two times your salary saved. By age 40, you want to have three times your salary saved. 
By age 45, you want to have four times your salary saved. By age 50, have six times your salary saved. By 55, have seven times your salary saved. By age 60, have eight times your salary saved. And by age 67, have 10 times your salary saved. Now, I do agree that 10 times your final salary makes a lot of sense in terms of a number for you to shoot for for your ultimate retirement goal. So if you're wondering how much you're going to need by the time you retire, it is about 10 times however much money you're making at that time. Let's go on with the article. Number three, how do I get on track? Most Americans, 62%, feel like they need to catch up on their retirement savings, TD Ameritrade reports. If you feel the same, there are strategies you can use like setting up automatic contributions or increasing your income that will help you get to or nearer to where you need to be. First, enroll in your employer-sponsored 401k plan if you haven't already, says Katie Taylor, Vice President of Thought Leadership at Fidelity Investments. Next, find out if your company offers a 401k match. If they do, take full advantage of it, she tells CNBC Make It. If there is a match that's 3%, make sure that you're saving at least 3%. Otherwise, you're leaving free money on the table. Where have you heard that one before? I say that one all the time. So yes, it's free money and you definitely want to take advantage of free money. So if you have an employer match, make sure that you're at least contributing up to that percentage. Even if you're working on paying off debt or other things that you have commitments to, you want to still contribute enough to get that free money. It goes on to say, if you're one of many Americans without access to a 401k, don't stress. Most importantly, don't let that be a deterrent for not saving for the future, says Taylor. Whether or not you have access to a 401k, at some point you will want to retire and you will need to have money saved. You have plenty of other options, including a traditional Roth or SEP IRA, a health savings account, HSA, or a normal investment account. Read up on all of your options, choose an account to fund, and start setting aside money for your future today. It's harder to catch up if you don't save, says Taylor. If you spend the first half of your career not saving, you've got to do a lot of catching up later in your career, and you don't have the time in the market to write out any fluctuations. It's always a good idea to get started as early as possible. End of article. Well, I agree with that. You definitely want to get started investing as soon as possible. I talk about that in the Wealth Heiress book. And if you're starting late, which is something I hear a lot of people say, oh, I wish I had started earlier. Now I'm in my late 30s, mid 40s. I'm 50 and just getting started. What do I do? Well, I have lots of strategies for that in my Wealth Heiress book. Pick up a copy. You'll have lots of ideas about what you can do and lots of encouraging stories from people who started late and got on track or did much better. There is a link in the show notes to get the Wealth Heiress book and men love it too, by the way. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, hit the subscribe button and you'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are available so you don't miss any of my new and upcoming podcasts. And don't forget, all 620 of my podcasts are on my website at lindapjones.com forward slash podcasts. There's a search box in the upper right-hand corner. You can search whatever topics you want and start there. But most of my podcasts are evergreen, and I suggest you go back to the beginning and listen to 
the podcast. This is a full library of wealth mentorship here for you. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.